the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SCORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. They have a point of sale product for smaller businesses, liquor stores, gas stations, uh, small markets. You need to check it out. Easy to use, inexpensive, costs about the same as an old style cash register. What is it? It is a, um, you know, where you don't have to have a cashier. It's a self-checkout. Again, user, you can take your iPhone, change your prices away from the facility. They deliver uh, and install and provide great, great uh, training from Southwest Point of Sale Specialist. Unlimited technical support. Comes complete with barcode, reader, cash box, and a printer and great service. 1-800-540-2149. Alpha Site Logistics. Serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. If you have an event out in the desert... And you're looking for portable toilets, hand wash systems, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Call 760-352-8383 and check them out and thank them for supporting SDORC Dirt Radio. Audrey and Ed in the house. Okay, folks, Ed has decided no one's allowed in the desert except motorcycles. So if he catches you out there with a side-by-side, a buggy, ATV, a ATV three-wheelers are okay. Now, he's, you know, we're just cutting them all off. No one's allowed out there. But motorcycles, if he catches you, you will get a ticket. Any complaints, 1-800-ED-STOVEN, 1-800-ED-STOVEN. Yeah. But we had a conversation <laughs> off air, and, and, and I get where Ed's totally, totally coming from. And, you know, Audrey came up with a story about a little, little rug wrap screaming around their campsite during dinner time when you're trying to cook and she goes over and talks to the parents and the parents basically told her to go pound sand which you know is typical you know that's what parents do look a cop jerk or dump or yeah. flip him off you know what have you <laughs> you know and i and i fall it all back on parents because parents are 90 percent of the problem and you know and if that's the way you, you want to raise your kids that's that's your choice but you should be respectful whether you're on the water, whether you're in the desert, where you're in the mountains, you know, respect others. I mean, they're just out there trying to have a good time with you. Uh, Audrey was a lot calmer and kinder than Ed and I would have been if those little guys would have done that to us. <laughs> but then again, then you have a confrontation out in the desert. Another conversation we came up with, and if you have any comments, go to SDORC Dirt Radio and throw it out there. Tell us what you think. 
Uh, I'm talking about licensing for anybody that rides a motorized vehicle, whether it be a two-wheel, three-wheel, four-wheel. I don't care what the age limit is. They need to know the rules of the road. They need to know desert etiquette. They need to know what you can do and what you can't do. Um, and I'm not talking, you know, you have to go and spend thousands of dollars. You know, even if it was 20 bucks and you get a license. And then that way with a, with a Border Patrol agent or a, or a uh, uh, what do you call those guys out there at the desert? Bureau of Land Management Bureau of or Land State Parks. Or State Parks. You know, if they see you doing something stupid, they pull you over. They ask for your ID and they ask for, you know, all your paperwork. And if you're doing something totally wrong and ridiculous, you get a warning, and then eventually you lose your license, and then when you do get busted again, you lose your vehicle. You you, you could even go to jail at the age of six. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it because I guarantee you, girl, if that would have been me, I would have been livid, and you wouldn't like to see me because you very rarely see me upset. You wouldn't like yeah. to see that. And I, and there's no reason for it. It's it's no different than you got to teach your kids manners, and if it means putting them together a little, and I think if you had a kid go to a go to a a, a school, a one day school, taught by it doesn't even have to be a whole day, no, I, a, a half few a day. hour class, exactly. yeah, a, full, a, a few hour class, but right. for you basically to get a certification, your sure. off road certification, so, so you, you learn agree. your etiquette, you learn what, you, oh yeah, hundred percent, and then put a sticker uh, on the vehicle. You and know I don't think that there like should stickers. be an age limit because you know on, on I don't half the ATVs they have sixteen and above, and no, and, no I'm sorry, I was no. riding an ATV when right. I was six years old. Right. There ain't no. Oh yeah. yeah. We had we had the little fifties, we had a little I ninety, totally little seventy, agree. all the way through. That's how you learn, you know? Totally, but, totally but, agree. But you you're raised in, in that environment, it's different. You had parents Just watching like you. the last few well, the last few weeks we've been in the desert. That big W. Have mm-hmm. nobody wants to speak it. Everybody doesn't want the to go into the mojo to go out into the you know, the vibes, but We've had some some storms here in San Diego, which then creates some dust and some wind down there. Mm-hmm. And you have the people that are riding right near your camp, and there's a reason why they say ten miles an hour around camps because right. you're now then there's, kicking up all the dust and kicking the dust it in and the safety and the yeah. safety of it's fifteen of, miles an hour at Ancotia Wells. Yeah, most of them are fifteen. I just yeah. like to say ten because I don't oh, want you to want them to slower. I want them to go slower. slower. Yeah, because they yeah. it's people, when you have people are pretty disrespectful out there. The well, side by sides are all over. The place they're going through people's private property, they're going... They're cutting fences to get to places fences. where they shouldn't be. But I they're guarantee... They're going upwind of camps and busting you know them what? out. You pull those people over and ask them one question. <laughs> How long have you been riding? I will this is my third guarantee day. you this would be my first time out, my f- second time. Anytime you've got a seasoned rider like you guys, you understand it. Yeah. But the... But would be you could you call it covid you could call it whatever you want you go down and try to buy a side by side or a motorcycle or a or a, oh, a four wheel everybody's pre approved they're doesn't all gone how. and they're all gone yeah I mean, yeah because everybody's pre approved doesn't matter how bad your that's credit right. is so. if you could fog a mirror you can get in one of these things. <laughs> yeah. I mean I was at a dealership uh, this weekend and I'm not going to mention their name because we've had this conversation I don't know how many weeks in a row about the the race motorcycles that are no longer they can't get a red sticker the former red sticker bikes, bikes. Yeah. yeah and they can't get registered yeah. so i asked the general manager i said so you stopped selling them they go no they're selling the pedaddlers out of them so yeah 
Okay. Well, it's because the dealer's not worried about the registration. That's no. going to hit the owner later on. Yeah, you know, gonna that's going to hit me. the owner when they've got somebody that's in their group that well, went out and did something. You, and dealers can legally sell these vehicles, and it's not up to them to enforce but any they kind can, of rules. How could you no. legally sell a vehicle with no basic paperwork? I Welcome don't. to California. Well. <laughs> It's the state thing. They, it's not the dealer's fault. They rush it through and push some legislation through without and thinking we, how it's going to work and what the Brian year. Jones has been running this bill. This is the fourth year he's tried to run it. Maybe he'll get it through this year and people can register these it's things. It's crazy. So, so now you've got all, all these motorcycles out there and not registered. I don't think State Parks has been pushing on it. Gee, um, can you imagine? I mean, he was. Tell, I mean, I won't tell you how many he's been selling a week. So there's yeah, no way state parks them. can keep track of all these motorcycles out there. Well, yeah. the state parks should be working on getting the DMV and making access to people to have registrations. Yeah. Like, but how are you going to get registration if you don't have any registration? I mean, just, I don't know how. And, and I, I think Jones's bill is going to pass, and then we're going to have to figure out how to. I don't know. Wow, all like, those how bikes. Do we, how by, do we by get the way, those? this is well, current the legislation. This is current state bill, Senate Bill yeah. 894 right, by, by right, Senator right, right. Jones, Brian Jones. So, again, this is if you're so interested, you need to bill. contact your local legislator, and got, that would be your assemblyman and your senator, your, your California state representative for this uh, uh, Senate Bill 894, well, which is ta- the red sticker bill for let's the take it, Let's bikes. take a break and let's come back and let's talk about that bill that he's trying to get through because a lot of people may not know the content of it right here on SEORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, tell us about South Coast RV. South Coast RV Solutions in Chula Vista. They're here for any of your RV needs. You're looking to do some uh, maintenance work. You need some parts or supplies. They're there for you. They've got a full store in there. They've got um, technicians that have been doing this for over 30 years that have some advice if you need it. You can check in with them. Give them a call. They can lead you in the right direction at 619-476-7195. Again, that's South Coast RV in Chula Vista at 619-476-7195. Can you wow. fix your roof on your RV? Sure, they the do. roofs oh, yeah. always go bad. Mm-hmm. I just learned that at Sand Sports. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was an RV roofing booth next to our booth. Yeah. I'm like, really? They go. I about every think five about years. That. Five to six years. You put a new about roof every on your five RV. years, you got to paint on. Yeah. You got to paint on a new roof. Paint a new. <laughs> well, I've actually got a company. Solar tiles. In El Cajon that puts uh, a Rhino Liner roof on with a lifetime Ooh, guarantee. That's, that's a neat idea. Cool. To spray the roof. Yeah. With I should do that on my van. Yeah. You should. That's pretty cool. So getting back, we're talking about so the uh, uh, competition the racing dirt bikes well, the, and red sticker. There's red sticker bikes. Which are yeah, not so what's, what's what's Brian Jones's law? Well, I mean, what's what's he trying to get through? So his bill would make it so that we can register red sticker vehicles with the DMV. Okay, that's basically it. It doesn't give you any uh, any rights to go out on public land. You could race that. It just bike. allows you to register. It. it just allows you to register it. Because we had a conversation off air. Uh, okay, so. Ed buys a red sticker bike. He goes to the dealer. They sell it to him. There's no registration. There's no record of purchase. And somebody steals his bike. So what's he going to do? Where's he going to do? He can't. It's, it's hard. It just. It's more difficult to get it back. Um, yeah. It's not impossible. 
they bikes still have a vehicle a identification number. number stamped on the head but tube. What police officer is going to go to all the trouble to hunt your bike down? Well, you know what happens is they, they raid a place, they, they find drugs in a place and a bunch of stuff, and oh, look, there's a oh, motorcycle. Oh, there's Ed's motorcycle. There's a motorcycle. Right. I wonder if the number on that matches one that we've been looking for. Right. So that, that's, they're not going to go looking slim under. Slim to none is my yeah, way I look at it. So, I, I don't so know. folks, you so, need to go and, 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 and send an email yep. to your legislators and say, don't be stupid. Allow us to register these bikes. It's it's like it's crazy that we can't. It's so, just crazy. So I'm looking at the fact sheet, Senate Bill 894 fact sheet for off-highway vehicles, and it says the problem. So it gives the summary. Um, SB 894 will require competition off-highway vehicles to be registered in order to ride on public lands in, acco- in accordance with the Federal Clean Air Act. Then it gives a background. Um, and, and what's happened for the past two decades, the California Air Resources Board has regulated all off-highway vehicles. OHVs that meet CARB emission standards are eligible for green sticker registration, which allows these to be operated year-round on public lands. The green sticker OHVs, however, are not built to competition performance standards. Competition OHVs are elite machines designed specifically for competition use. Federal law regulates competition vehicles. Therefore, they are not required to meet CARB's emission standards. Competition OHV model years 2021 and older are eligible for a red sticker registration, which restricts these vehicles from being operated in specific areas during certain times of the year on public lands. However, that program ended in 2021 model year OHVs. For OHV models that qualify for either a red or green sticker registration, which is required to ride on public lands, these fees from the registration provide fiscal support to agencies and counties for OHV-related land management, law enforcement, environmental work, youth education programs, and additional OHV registration helps law enforcement track ownership of vehicles to ensure safe and legal practices. So basically, you have a green sticker, you can run it year-round. You have a red sticker, you're restricted to October to April um, riding. Yeah. Okay, so let me throw a monkey wrench in the middle of this, and you'll both be pissed. Why not make a red sticker motorcycle carb legal? Well, the definition of a red sticker motorcycle is that it's not carb legal. I understand that. So So let's 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 make clean motorcycles? Is that what you mean? Well, that's what this whole program is designed to do. And, and I, of ending red sticker, it's forcing the manufacturers to make clean motorcycles to be sold on public land. Okay. What's 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 the worst case scenario if you made a red sticker bike a green sticker bike? Horsepower, a little yeah, bit of performance. Yeah, yeah you yeah. lose a little But power. it's across the board. Everybody that goes well, racing would be racing that same kind. Now, granted, oh NASCAR God. NASCAR is Good a different... Good luck with that. No, I understand. Well, so, so what happens in racing is that everybody wants an advantage, and they'll be modifying their bikes. And Yeah. But to speak, see, then you have a tech... And I'm sure I've never raced a motorcycle competitively. You may have. Do you have to run your bike through tech? I've been in hundreds of races. Do you have uh, to run your bike through tech? I've been through, through a few techs. Tech. Not a that few, many. Not so-, every, so not every motorcycle... No. Vent, so you need to have a technical team. Like, if you go drag well, racing... You have to you have to pass so tech. When when they were working on the carb the the red sticker program mm-hmm. five years ago, they were testing bikes. So a four fifty motocross bike, they were testing them and they wanted to see how much pollution comes off of it in a standardized test. And this is a four stroke. A four stroke because two strokes are out. So and let me I'll talk about the two stroke in a second. The four strokes were not that far away from 
from green sticker mm-hmm. they were not that far away like it was it would not be a big technological hurdle to make them green sticker perfect the two strokes are freaking thousand miles away they're like 30 times dirtier right. than the four stroke right and i cannot imagine anyone ever making a two stroke clean enough to Neither. pass any of anybody's and there ain't nothing like two stroke power oh two strokes are fun I'm no just, no i'm just saying i, I, I asked totally me about I street to- ones i totally I said, agree there hasn't been a street legal two stroke since right. 1985 but 85, would 86. you sacrifice a two stroke to be able to green sticker race bikes and dirt bikes and i mean would you sacrifice that two stroke <sighs> Probably That's, not. I know. I just, I, so I'm, when you're, it's all about, the, no. So if we don't do, if, if like the three of us, we don't do anything, we just watch the world. In about three years, there's going to be green sticker, high performance dirt bikes for sale. The I, manufacturers are going to come around and they're going to make. Sure they are. Because and they're, they're not going to be quite as hot as the red sticker bikes, but they're going to be pretty close. It's no terror. Can you and the go guy, out? And, and when, I, when I buy one and I want to race it, I'm going to do a few modifications and it's going to run full on. Right. Can you go buy a three-wheeler right now at a dealer? No. No. Well, unless it's a Can-Am. No, no. Or I'm, a slingshot. But you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about a... Like a three... Like an a ATC. A Honda 250R three-wheeler. They haven't made them. Last year was 86. Okay. But did we survive? And, but do well, we still wish know. we had them? I you wish we had one. them. People Don't were, were seriously hurt on them. I have got an 85 250R, my husband. Okay. But, Dad, does he register it? Yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying... Let's take it out. See, that would fall... I'm to ride it. To, <laughs> see, to me, that would fall within to what we would call a vintage class. Same with two-stroke. Two-stroke should fall into a vintage class to where you can still register it. It's just that you can't race it. You know, if you want to take it out of the desert and go putzing around, I mean, that's... that's some would argue the opposite, that you should be able to race them but not use them on public land. But racing, like, you don't run a race bike a lot of hours, but people will ride a dirt bike all day in the desert where they'll go to, say, a vintage motocross race, like 15 minutes of... Or 20 minutes of engine run time. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is it should fall into a vintage category, and under a vintage category, it should have some restrictions so that everybody and their mother doesn't go out and buy one. But if you take, and you're right, I think in five years, this little bump, look, look what happened. I, I, yeah, yeah, you're look right. Look what happened with when they came out and said little mini bikes for kids were environmentally unsafe, the tires, the spark plugs, and all of them. Are you talking about the lead band? Yeah, and everybody had to take their little bikes off the the, uh, shelf. Yeah, that was the uh, Consumer Product Protection Agency. They found that there was lead like inside the metal parts (laughs) where they connect a a cable end to a cable. Well, They they have lead solder. That's because your kid kid was sucking on the spark plug wire. He was chewing on the cable. And the tires (laughs) and licking the paint. I mean, that is the stupidest thing. So that that went away. That came and went. That got solved. But look how bad it hurt the dealers at the time. They had inventory coming out. I mean, and it was driving suits. It was boots. It was all kinds of stuff. This too shall pass. But all I'm saying is it, it needs... So what can we do now to smooth out the, this big bump in the road that people want to ride off road? Well, I think we should pass Brian, Brian so, Jones. So Jones' bill is a big step forward. I think it's it's going to help us. It's closer than nothing. But, but it, is, it is closer than nothing, and it's not a lot. It doesn't give anybody the right to go out on public land with one of these bikes, we need unless to get, they're in a competition. We need to get Brian in. 
I mean, I mean, seriously, it's a good topic, and I think it's an important topic. And when's this bill coming to the well, to the it's, floor? It's it's going to go through committees before it goes to a. It'll so, get to the floor. Oh, six months. No, that's probably in um, May. You have contact. You can contact him, right? Yeah, yeah I got his can. number. Anytime he like he loves to talk. Anyway, he's a politician. So. Well, and you know what else is? This is an election year, so he's running for re-election. Perfect for the Senate. So then, what we need to do, so we, we need to invite him. So in. he needs. To, he wants to talk to his people right. and say, "I'm I'm running for and, office." Invite I, him how in. Can I help invite you? him in and tell him to get on his social media train and blast it out that he's going to be on our show and bring him in. It's good two right. ways around. One, we get good publicity for the show, and two, he's got a great platform to hopefully get this bill across. Because you guys all know as well as I do, with all the bills that are out there, how many of them do we really know, and how many of them do we really follow up on, and how many of them do we really... Yeah, exactly. Um, our well, lobbyist like right two. now has 30 that are on our watch list that could potentially affect us, and we've got five high-priority ones, right. so including this piece, 894. Turn that piece of paper back. There's only over. three bills I really care about: okay. the Needles yeah. Bill, Con- Jones Bill, and the contact the parks. Contact our lobbyists because you haven't done it yet. Just yeah. contact lobbyists to either call or come to the show. She wanted to wait until the bills um, finished, and that actually just happened. So Good. We See? can we can get her in within the next couple weeks and have her come on. So. And by the way, I will not stop bugging you until it happens. Okay. Just thought I'd let you know. Because I'm pretty persistent when it comes to, because I think everything we're talking about, I mean, we joke a lot, but this is very, very important stuff. Yeah. Well, this legislation bill, when the, when this similar thing happened, what when did it happen in 99 to 2004, you said, I think on the last time? 98 to 03. 98 to 03. So by 2004, they had it. So it took it so four or five years right. of them figuring out the, the registration right. when, they, when they implemented this, however right. long ago. So 03 um, is the is the earliest red sticker bike you would see. Yeah. Now, I... Yeah, because they implemented it I think it that Moto World forever. may be onto something. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, let me change the subject. The shops that are selling these bikes, they, they may suspect that they're going to get um, grandfathered in. Well, <laughs> let's hope so. But like I said, the main the main thing we just need to do is, you know... We just need to get some clarification. We need to get some support, and we need to get these things on the books so that way it'll go smooth. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Man, I tell you, if you need to get a refi, you need to buy a house, sell a house, who would you choose? Chris Wiley at Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. out in Alpine. He's here for any of your home buying needs. If you're looking to refi, if you're looking to sell, or you're looking to be a first-time buyer, there's that government grant program for you, and he's willing to help you through every step of the way. Give him a call at 619-722-1303. Okay, are you a brand-new off-roader? If you've never uh, really been out to the desert and you really like some help, well, go to San Diego Off-Road Magazine online, ssorm.com. They have it all. They've been doing it since 1982, and they can keep you up to date on what's going out in the desert, uh, upgrades, weather, what's open, what's closed. Uh, it's a great, great uh, online magazine that you could follow if you want to sell something, buy something, and buy from the people that are in your industry.
history. It's all right there at ssorm.com. Need to check this out. You can get online. They have contests. Ed writes a couple articles there as well. It's really, mm-hmm. really the best, and it's really the only thing left out there. San Diego Off-Road Magazine at ssorm.com. All right, so what's next? So I'd like to make an announcement. Yamaha sent me a letter yesterday. And they're sponsoring the show. They gave me a big pile of money for the reflector project that my grant request was funded. Well, these are some that we're looking at. I brought in a couple of reflectors. So the background on this story is the there's a bombing range next to an OHV open area, Superstition Mountain area. So right next to it is the Navy's bombing range. And there's been a lot of trouble of people going in there that shouldn't be in there, causing problems with the There's the, a lot the of practice. newbies that seem to think that that's just yeah. open desert. Sometimes they have side-by-sides. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we had talked about cyber. Getting Sometimes there, so there's been problems. So the Navy installed a fence along there, seven miles of smooth wire fence, three levels of strand, three strand levels, and they didn't mark it very well. There's not many reflectors on it. It's hard to see at night. You can see it in the day, but it it's doesn't stand out. The day. Yeah, it, it doesn't stand out. I, if you're really moving and you didn't know it was there, you could run into it. So I thought, you know, we, we need to make it safe for us off-roaders. So I wrote a grant request to Yamaha, and Yamaha fully funded our request. Cool. So we were looking at getting these reflectors, uh, these automotive ones that are four inches long by about one inch wide, and we were going to put them on the posts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Navy told me that they have 3,633 posts on the fence. <laughs> That's a lot of posts. So wow. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a big job. So... At our last meeting, Chris Brofera, former president, and, and he's been active with SDRC for a long time, he said, well, they're putting these reflectors on fences uh, to help the sage grouse, which is an endangered species that lives in the central plains of the country. And so he sent me a link to him. So I got some samples of these reflectors, and these are less than half the price of the other ones I was looking at. And they're designed for wire fences. Well, they and they just can, hang on it. You just snap snap it right over the wire, and they hang on it. So I'm, in front of me are two reflectors. One is black. One is white. They both have a reflector on them. And the, they're about two and a half inches by two inches, and then the top is f- sort of flared over. Did you test them at night? I, I just got them. Well, I was going to say. I got them yesterday. Put I a light on it. Night. And I, I think the reflector might be too slim. It's like a half-inch wide strip by two and a half inches. Um, but but this is the front runner of what we're going to put on the Well, that's fence. what I'm saying. You know, like tonight when you go home. Just yeah, I'll look at them t- tonight and just see. I'll put them go a ways away. Go down to the end of your street. And shine a flashlight. And put them on your garage door and then haul butt to your garage door to see if it'll make you stop. <laughs> if it doesn't. That we get but that doesn't. You'll need a new host for the see, radio show. Yeah, but see now that's a great that's a great idea, um, and it I, should have SDORC across the top of on it. each one. On each one, of them. <laughs> yeah. SDORC is responsible for this fence. That's right. Yeah. Um, no, don't no, do that. No, <laughs> <laughs> I see Yamaha's point of view of wanting so, that, not. Yeah, um, I would put so, if it, if you hear a boom, you went too far. If you hear a boom, you went too my, far. <laughs> my garage door is metal. It, well, no, but if you hear a boom, you went too far. That well, one honest. of the things that, you know, they, that they, 
people have already damaged this fence. People have already rode into this fence. People have already taken wire snips out and snipped it and cut it open to go across and go play. And what they don't understand is they're literally costing us thousands of taxpayers. Isn't that a federal money. offense? It is a federal uh, offense. God, it's it's it a $5,000 fee. It's a $5,000 fee um, if you get caught a fine? playing playing in the bombing range. If you're out there? If you're in the, if you're in the bombing range, it's a $5,000 fee, um, which to me, that's not enough. To me, yeah. they If you need really want to go, don't cut the fence. Just go to the other side of Superstition Mountain. There's no fence over there. If you really need to go don't in, just... tell anybody that. Well, why do they got to cut the fence where people go? Well, I agree. The... But I mean, That's I like, where most I of the like people Audrey. are. I like Audrey's. Well, yeah, people should be in trouble. They, you, they need to get in trouble if they go in there. Yeah. I don't know how. Well, I'm, the, the, should, the Naval You shouldn't Air go Force. in there. You could get bombed on. Yeah, the Naval Air Force <laughs> in El Centro um, every single day. 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. They do um, testing and 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 staging. Anytime, and day or night, somebody could be in there doing something. Yeah, flying but, see, they over go, it. but don't they go in and clean the desert of any of the things that don't no. blow up? Yeah, they well, go court, there once in a no, while. No, they do not. They, they are not going to. They do occasionally because they, they do. because when I went well, to the when I just drove by on the on the Juan um, Batista side trail on the other side of oh, the bombing range that? on the other side, yeah, between Plaster City and Superstition, they have a, a fenced in area where you can see some of the spent rounds. Yeah. And from when I was there in September of last year to when I was just there in in February of this year with my brother, they they've actually cleaned up a lot. They removed a lot of the rounds because there are bigger rounds than my nephew in there and I wanted to show my nephew <laughs> well, those sure, big rounds. I'm, I'm sure they yeah, take guys they, in they the pick Navy. Up some of that stuff. Well, I'm sure they've they got, got guys that. in the Navy that have gotten in trouble. Okay, you're going to go out and clean the bomb. Yeah, but range. as we're sitting there driving, my brother didn't believe me. As we're sitting there driving the trail to go down to the Superstition Trestle um, that everybody goes and sits at, we, I, yeah. I was, we're, dri- we're driving right along the bombing range and I'm like, look, look, see that? See that? And it's this big dark spot that you know that you can see. It's a it's a foot and a half to two foot dark spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like there's a round. They have the there's big a round. tubes. There's a round. Like just looking in within twenty twenty five feet, I can see three oh, yeah. rounds. You should have told right him. You don't believe me? Go out and lick one. <laughs> <laughs> so Yamaha gave us some money. We're going to buy reflectors. And we're going to go out and put them on the fence. So I'm excited a, because we can do it before the end of this so season. You're going to have an inspect, uh, 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 reflector party. We're going to we have are. a reflector party. Yeah, we uh, had about 20 probably volunteers next month. Um, sign up at our at our general meeting in January. Um, that attended our general meeting. We're going to host the day. We'll invite anybody and everybody who wants to come out. We'll start on different ends and work, and work our way into the middle. Oh, and like we're going to hang, yeah, yeah, like a railroad, and then we'll we'll hang these all along the way. Um, and uh, I I. I don't know. I like the idea of these. These are less expensive. We were talking about only doing them on way the fence post. Easier to put um, on. They're way easier to put on. So with this and having them hang and having them hang on the different strands, they're maybe less they'll expensive. move a little bit well, with the wind, make mm-hmm. them more visible. I think so. And then how many strands of wire are there? There's three. 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 So lines I would go like high, line. low, high, low, high, low, high, low. Yeah. And so, then you got to figure out how many feet. Yeah. We have, a, we have enough 20. money to put three. So there's a post every 10 feet. Well, I'm just saying if we you could have. We put like three between each post. Okay. Like yeah. two so, on the upper one and one on the lower one. So if yeah. you were to put 20, uh, 20 reflectors per person, how many people would you need? 20, 20. per person? That'd be like five minutes work. No, yeah. you should get like a, like everybody should get like a 500. That, yeah. That's a lot of walking in the in the desert. No, you just drive well, along and just lean out the window and snap it on the six, fence. Six miles of fence. Seven. Seven. There's seven and miles. I don't know of if fence. we're gonna 
how much do well, should we, don't we do need some to go back on the Huff Road? Hills. Yeah, no, Huff on, Road. Yes. Where it's on the the road. Yeah. Maybe we should do a little bit, but not all so the way down. So the big news with this is six years ago, SDRC, um, we were removed. We had our our uh, Lost Lizard Off Road Fun Run at, at um, the dip or. Um, uh, Huff, Huff Flats, Flats now we it, learn or I call it Cookie people. Rock, um, <laughs> <laughs> is where they do all the commercials. <laughs> they have that famous rock. Um, so they this with this new fence being put in to help deter people from going and playing, our number one reason why we couldn't have events and host events there, which it's much better for us if we can have our base camp there and go from there and start our fun run from there as opposed to going down Wheeler Road and having it down Wheeler Road. But the so, good news is... is, is so they wouldn't allow us to be there because too many of our people were going into the bombing range. So yeah. they said, no, we'd like okay. you to move. So that brings up a point since I, I, I'm the ignorant one in the room because I don't know the area. I've never been there. So with that being being said is there a specific area that continually people will cross yes more so than anything else yes there is a big bomb target which is a white triangular uh triangle that's there's orange ones yeah there's orange ones that are you know four foot by four foot and six foot by six foot and then there's then there's 15 foot by well they have different sizes and there's 15 yeah, foot by are. 15 foot okay. they have bigger sizes to hit out there people for some reason will see that when they're up on a hill on the mud hill and look at it and they're like oh, oh what's, what's that, that? Let's go i'm gonna go drive it. over to that okay yes let's go so, get as close to the target as we possibly see, let's can let's go see what that is okay so with that being said is there a sign that says if you cross this 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 fence it's a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, it does a saying. There used like that. to be sign. There was. There are signs there, and they're not very good. They have bullet holes. They're bent over. They're, 10 to 20 they're twisted years the old. wrong direction. Will you so, have? A, can you replace those? Will the well, navy now, let you replace them? Well, now the fence is there. But I know, this but I was mean, part of our request. The f- our part, part of our request, and part of the thing that I've been trying to do since we were kicked out of of Huff Road and having our our base camp there um, six years ago, is having those signs replaced. Right. Um, that's one of the things that I've been pushing for with, and then and the, this has been a six year long process for this fence to go in because this is something that I got told years ago was, well, we're working on a fence, we're working on a fence, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, in lieu of the fence, can we not put the fence up? Can we do this instead? The fence to me is super dangerous. Because it doesn't have enough reflectors on right. it, it doesn't have enough signage. But if up you on don't it. put the signage to tell you what you're going to get in, tr- what kind of trouble you're going to get into, yeah. And I would say, you know, something like this area, and they're so old and antiqued out and well, shot you know what? up. And- go to Honda, go to KTM, <laughs> or go to somebody and get a grant for just sign signs. I think so. Yamaha gave us plenty of money to buy reflectors, and we have extra money. Oh, there you go. So I. I th- I think we're going to stick with Yamaha. Okay. Yamaha is, but is I'm our just partner. Saying, but yeah. I, I'm and not we, saying we, you do the whole fence line. I think you do it in the he, areas where people oh, yeah, have sure. broke the fence. Well, yeah. I don't know if, if Yamaha is going to want us to have Yamaha on the no, sign. No, 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 no. I wouldn't put Yamaha so we, on it. So we can use that money to put a sign saying that, you know, don't cross this. It's and just, dangerous. And, and I yeah. would say this area is... is but, you know, we, we do want to do... There's an empty kiosk out on Wheeler Road that... The BLM said we could take over. We could put our stuff in there. So we're going to put SDRC stuff, and we're going to thank Yamaha for helping us with our reflector project. Yeah. So I'm, we're kind of excited about that. make sure that. they'll let you do that, too, because they may not even want Ooh, that. Yamaha or, Yamaha or BLM? No, yeah. Yamaha may not even want yeah. any recognition. Why, they I, just, I, I talked to the woman uh, she in was the okay grant. With that. Yeah, she said that was okay, but they don't 
they right. would prefer not to have us on the fence. But if we had a sign that says, you know, what the penalty is and the fact that this area is patrolled by by air. Yeah. I mean, whether it is or it is, that's just like oh, it you, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I yeah, but they're, oh, they're not going to. Were they going to land the jet and give you a ticket? No, all they got to do is call <laughs> into the BLM or call into, you know, to say, hey, people. there's some people out there in our area. Go get them. Yeah, and you know, and only it would only take one or two to get arrested mm-hmm. and put in jail. And the word and fine. Oh, you don't think that would would burn like fire? Yeah. Through our through the the modern world with social media. Oh, Oh, yeah. The old days, no, it was hard to know. And then you tell every superstition's becoming a really popular destination because now it has all the. Oh, it's time for us. And then we tell everybody who broke the law and put a picture on social media. Well, you've got mud hills, you've got rocks, you've got sand, you've got everything that you want to experience in the desert is at superstition. Yeah, but you don't have to go in the bombing. Range. Nope. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. We probably ought to get rid of that drag racing music since, well, I guess you do. You go out to the sand dunes. Yeah, no, my buddy just was at the. Um an HRA, uh, yeah, but that's not off road. Top alcohol. Well, I guess it is off road. It is that they were on a dirt track, man. Tell me about Yamaha Motorsports. Yamaha Motorsports. They're here for any of your off road needs. What are you looking for? They've got your dirt bike. They've got your dual they have, sport. They've got your they side have watercraft. Side. Yep. They they have off road motorcycles. They have dual sport motorcycles. Snowmobiles, ATVs, they have snowmobiles. Yep, they've got your they work. Have great ATVs. They have, Yamaha Motorsports. Yeah, Yamaha they, Motorsports. They have work ones and sport ones. Yep, the ATVs. Yep, they're Where here. Are they located? You want to keep any UTVs. of your. Your bike's clean. They've got power sprayers. They've got your Yamaha Motorsports are here for any type of need that you have. Where they located? Locate. Well, you Which can ones do we just ha- can I think of in San Diego? This fun North bike. County Yamaha. Um, North County Yamaha. Yep, and, and then San Diego Cycle Center is Yamaha, I believe. What's that? San Diego Cycle Center. Never heard of it. No. Oh. Uh, fun Bike Center in Kearney Mesa. Uh, What's the, it used to be South Bay uh, Yamaha. It's Diablo or Diana, Di- uh, Diamo. 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 Yeah. Well, so, I think Fun Bike Center uh, or Motor World handles Yamaha. Motor World is Yamaha and Honda. Okay. Well, we'll have to get a listing of all. I thought I thought this was. You're just talking about Yamaha in general. I'm just talking about yeah. Yamaha in general. Ew. Yes. So all you gotta do is Google I'm your just, local Yamaha dealer. Yeah, do they, just do they have generators? Google. They have generators. They yes, everything. they do. Because generators everything. are a big deal. People and have. they got all your clothing and helmets and boots and parts and pieces and ying 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 ying. ying, ying. Yeah. I'm counting how many Yamahas I have. I'm, I have at least two, no. I have three Yamahas. Yeah, but yours are older. Isn't the one you dirt. just bought a Yamaha? No, no the one I got KTM. two days ago. That's a Honda. Oh, you just bought another bike? Yeah. <laughs> This is Ed we're talking about. So I got, this is, it's a 1975 yep. XL100 with a XR200 engine. We're talking about, street talking legal. about dirt bikes. I mean, old as is dirt. Not, yeah, I'm as old as dirt. Yeah, I don't not, know what you are. Not new, not new <laughs> bikes. But no, seriously, folks, as an old service manager, the best place to have your motorcycle worked on, and God bless all the independents, but take it back to the dealer. If you buy it from a dealer, take it to the dealer. You got great warranty coverage, and they'll take care of it. Nobody knows their bikes better than a Yamaha Tech. Just Google them. Yeah. All right. We've been sitting there. We've, I think we got a lot accomplished today. Ed's got a list. 
I got one more thing I want to talk about. It's Moab. Yeah. Maybe the finest off-road destination in the continental United Period. States. Yeah. It is just a fabulous place. It, it's a it's big. It's Bureau of Land Management managed. There's a river that goes through there. And you know there's rock climbing. There's serious rock climbing there's there. Serious. Bicycles and bicycles. Cycle. I have mountain, mountain bike bikes. there. Yeah. I haven't yeah. driven there, but... I'm going to retire in a year. I'll be over there, bring all my toys and drive around. So there's some trouble in Moab. So Moab, like the greater area, is managed by the Bureau of Land Management. But there's a city of Moab, and there's Moab County. So the city and the county are not as happy with the off-roaders as we would like mind, them to be. Because they were made by But what's their complaint? What was their complaint? People going where they shouldn't, doing what they shouldn't, making noise. Jeez, I don't know. Right and back. I don't. I'm not. I'm not there. I don't know exactly what the complaints are. I think people have been doing stuff they shouldn't do. I going think through the, the city. town was built on four wheel drive. I think the town was built mainly on a Jeep town. Um, and and we're talking so decade, jeeping is decades like was the main jeeping. thing out there. Jeeping was the main thing that jeeping was out and there. motorcycles was was that and and um, and mountain bikes. Mountain yeah, bike no motorcycles huge out there. Uh, even before um, there were mountain bikes, I remember when mountain bikes. But the started. Jeep trails out there, you yeah, know, are, have, great. are great. They're decades old, um, but there's a new influx of the side by side scene. And, Those you know, things? with the new influx, it's it, it brings in, you know, I, and I hate to say the newbies, but it brings in the newbies that haven't been around. They weren't raised around it. Right, right. And the off-road etiquette is lacking. So one of the biggest complaints that I think is, is the homeowners is that the people that are out there, they come from all over, um, all across the country to go to Moab. Um, and, and they don't learn or respect the city. They don't re- respect private property. They don't pay attention to the street signs when they're out there. They've got built to the tilt, um, tricked out machines. And, you know, it, I've seen it just last weekend at TDS. We're at TDS. We're in a small parking lot. We have a dirt parking lot right behind us. And the guy that's in his tricked out, um, built out side by side wants to show everybody his power. So right there, even with us having 25, 35 mile an hour winds, he kicks up in the dirt and just just pedal to the metal pulls blows out of there you know kicks it up does a whole burnout for like a little it's, bit of a way it's like and, a little bit fun for that guy and everyone else suffers from it yeah and everybody everybody <laughs> turned and looked and and i'm telling you half of it was if looks could kill because but if, he, but if somebody would have gave him a everybody ticket. in the area oh, i would have applauded they would have he, he, he needed to get a ticket and yeah. have his well, side by side. Well, the same thing is happening over at so, Moab. So let me talk about Moab a little bit. So the Moab County has made some re- restricting regulations specifically for off-road vehicles. They have uh, targeted the rental companies saying like they want to make it so they can only rent so many vehicles at a time. Uh, they, they've made stricter sound regulations than the state has. Um they want to restrict how many can ride together. They want to require education. And they want to make businesses, business owners liable for the bad things that the customers do. Okay. So, so, the, so I see nothing wrong with any of those. Oh, I do. I don't. I do. What, don't, what, what do you if see If I'm wrong a business with? owner and I'm renting you out, I shouldn't be limited. So so you have a group that's coming in. So, so uh, 
bachelor party, you're going to go out and you're going to take your buddies out and and um, guys weekend. My husband just went. I went so and did the rebel rally. I went and did the rebel rally. My husband went in a group of 15 guys to San what's Hollow. The, what's the limitation? I don't, I don't know what the numbers are. But, but so what's that's going, what we needed. Well, there we was need 15 to, well, me, rigs that more, were There's that a little bit out. more to this than what I've covered so far. So the this is the the Blue Ribbon Coalition is working with the ATV Outfitters, and they ran a bill that just passed uh, May uh, March fifth, I think, in, in Utah. In Utah, so it's the state of Utah. So now the state has limits. They have like they have sound limits in California. The, I think the national off road limit is ninety six decibels, which is pretty acceptable. I've I've done some work with sound, and I know that that's that's reasonable. So they passed a bill that says that local entities like cities and counties cannot make bills, can, cannot make regu- regulations that are stricter than state. So That's they just hard. passed that. Yeah. So all this stuff that Moab was doing to be turned the screws down on the ATV outfitters has been thrown away. So that just happened Last so that's week. good. That's really. So I good. like that. I think yeah, that's, that's great. That's really and it's good. not like this. The state's not loosey goosey. The state is good, but they were just these ATV. I'm sorry. The, the city and the county were really turning the screws well, on these well, outfitters. Well, they don't want people to ride through town. Which to me, the town is, half of the town's dirt road. Half the town is made to be have. Yeah, that's I don't what know. Do you want if people are are staying at a hotel or they're going to a restaurant? Do you want them to get there? It's kind of a okay. Well, 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 a well, difficult well, when's thing. the last time you were in Moab? Uh, Twenty-two years ago. When's the last time you were in Moab? I can say I've actually never been. Every year we've supposed to I've go been. in the last five years and haven't. I know I was so jealous. Eight months ago. Eight yeah. months ago. It's was, more asphalt than you can shake a stick at. I was. I went and ate at a little because everybody told me this one place to eat was the best in the world. <laughs> I'm sitting there. And your favorite vehicle comes up, a four, uh, you know, side by side. He's, and there was like three of them in a row. And before they pulled in, they started spinning donuts. Right on the in street. In the middle of the freaking street. There were kids walking around. There were families walking around. One of them, I couldn't, I mean, it was so loud. He actually had a megaphone pipe on this thing. It was so loud. So I get it. So I, I, I agree that. That kind of behavior should not take place. No. And there are currently rules that can stop that. The police, like, they can't be that loud. You can't do donuts on the street. No. Can you do the donut on the street here in San Diego? No. The same thing. So we don't need more restrictive rules than are reasonable. Right. Like, what these rules that they were doing, how does that help? But the see, problem. The problem is the current law enforcement's not out there catching those guys. I, I agree. And if you're, and if you're, and I got to tell you, since you haven't been there in a while, the outfitters are ridiculous. There are so many side by side outfitters. It's insane. I'm not saying you should restrict it because that's that's do it, you know, running a business. I get it. But the businesses should be regulated due to sound and safety and you oh, know. they already are. They already are. No, that, I, that's I, super loud one. I don't know. Was that a private one? Was that in a from from a rental, it couldn't I, have been. No, from a it, rental. It, it was it was a it, private one. It yeah. had it had to be. But I'm just saying. And when they're out there, they look like they remind me. No offense to the bicycle community, but they remind me of the bicycle community. It's like the roads are blocked to them, and they can do whatever they want to do. I mean, they were just going across the lanes. They were just driving where wherever they wanted to go. Yeah. So, I'm so just, the things that the city and county were doing, I, I understand. 
but but what they were doing wasn't helping the problem. But it got over overran by the state, which I which so I think, it's pretty cool that the state right. drew a line. Okay, bucket list Moab, yeah. bucket list. Go back to Moab. I, I gotta talk. I gotta go back. And I got to talk to Kathy. Yep. And I got to talk to Yamaha. And uh, Brian Jones. And, and Brian. become a member of SDORC.org, $25 annual membership. Thank you. SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.